The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, Hollow Cult? Happy Wednesday. Halfway through it again. You know what that means. We are back at the night shift. And hopefully this pushes us through the rest of the work week. And gives you that little boost that we all need right now, especially after the stupid time change, because that has me all screwed up. Yeah, and... Classic Midwest style. We're going from 80 to about 55 tomorrow. Yeah. 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 So it was cool. like 83 today. It's kind of nice out. I'm about over it. I don't want it to be frigid, but um, about over the summer stuff. I think today felt pretty nice. Um, for those just tuning in, click the like button the subscribe button all that youtube stuff the bell that way you know what's going on oh what else was i gonna say uh i've got two announcements kyle has two two announcements yeah unfortunately it doesn't look like homie's here quite yet but our resident money machine are you just got engaged Oh, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, brother. Are you and future Mrs. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> and then I would imagine by my birthday, because we're only about 40K away from two mil. Two milli. Oh, are you is here? What's up, brother? Are you? Yo. <laughs> Congratulations. Congrats, my guy. To you both, my friend. Yep. So by about my birthday, we should hit two million. Two million downloads, which a lot is insanity when you think 
when you put it in this context, it took us from March of 2019 to till November of 2022 to hit 1 million. Then from November of 2022 to November of 2023, we hit 2 million. Yeah. Which is pretty dope. Pretty cool. Never, never thought that I'd get to say that. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of you all listening to me and Kyle talk about weird stuff. Agreed. Thank you, Brother John. <laughs> Brother John in the house. A lot of talking about weird stuff. Yeah. Oh, I do have a shout out. Uh, resident first owner of uh, Lucy the Doll. My friend Emily and her son Cloud is probably turning in tuning in tonight. So I wanted to shout him out. He was the little dude loves the show, constantly watching. Gotta get him some stickers that away. So shout out to Cloud. Stay weird, my friend. For sure. Um, what else do I got going on? What what weird's been going on, chat? I haven't seen I know a whole lot. I know they either re-examined those uh, Peru alien bodies. How'd that go? Or they had another hearing in Mexico. I don't know. I kept seeing little rumblings on it on Twitter. But anybody who Twitters knows that Twitter is getting ready for World War Three. So that's pretty much all that's going on over there. <laughs> So, uh, it's hard to wait I mean, through all the flack that's going on. I mean, on. World War Three is kind of a big deal. Yeah, but you know, I'll probably still have to go to work. Well, obviously. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to go away. I did finish watching uh, the new season of Expedition Bigfoot. It dropped uh, on one of the streaming platforms. I can't remember which one. Either that Amazon, yeah, either Amazon or Max or one of those. I remember seeing it in the lineup, like where I I didn't watch it, but it was pretty pretty cool. Bigfoot yet? Uh, no. Oh, but. They were in Alaska this season, and they did get some interesting uh, evidence. Spoiler alerts for those who haven't watched it and are going to watch it. I'm about ready to talk about it. So uh, they did Discovery and Max, says our friend Yeti and Twiz in the chat. Uh, They did find a hair sample that they sent in that was ran by uh, like a forensic DNA team. And it did not match any known DNA species that they had on file, which apparently was a lot. So that's kind of cool. That could also, they said it could also be from like DNA degradation, but the woman who ran the test seemed pretty excited about it. Nice. Oh, I was going to say, don't, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear it. Don't be a Debbie Downer. 
be Excito. Captain yeah. Excito. Yeah, she was do- she was pretty stoked. Um the way they do it, they first run it toward hu- human DNA. And once that gets eliminated, then they run it through all the others. Um it didn't match any of that. So she was she was she seemed very positive. Um they also got some weird heat signatures and stuff like they always do. Uh, they were finding super weird tree structures, like the trees that are pulled upside down and placed into the ground. Yeah, we had a listener send us pictures like that. I'm curious as to where that was from because they talk like... The, the listener lot, one or what yeah, you were the, watching? Because Russ on the show, who has been out investigating, said that the those tree structures were the only ones he's ever seen like that in Alaska. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I'm curious. Yeah. If I can find him on Instagram, I'll ask. What else did they find? Um, and there was this weird, weird, almost like an altar built, and it had a whole bunch of trees stuck into the ground. It like, made like a radius. It was just stuck into the ground, right? And then the center was one single stump, and it had like a goat's skull on top That's of it. That's fucking weird. It was fucking weird. Was That's weird. Because now, now it's like worst case scenario. Bigfoot's practicing black magic. I think that's been from the from the get go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna start running that narrative. But they. Uh, let me think. What else? I did fall asleep in the middle of an episode, so I probably missed some important stuff. But uh, they also got a really, really dope handprint that uh, they got on the side, like the kind of the side of this bank. Monstrous handprint. It's was pretty cool. Um, they also uh, they talked to some loggers there, and the loggers talked about like their base camp. These things would come in, and they would take their equipment, take their belongings, and they take it down to the river and just throw them on the riverbank. Also talked about missing people that had gone missing in Alaska. So they're out there looking. They stumble on a jacket. They clearly been there for a while. So they start going through the jacket. Uh, they find what do they find uh, a lighter. And then they find like, if there's a bag kind of tucked in the pocket, they pull it out and it's got a uh, chainsaw chain tightening tool in it. Mm. Whatever those are called. I don't know, but nice grinch? Also, yeah, they also grinch, grinch, whatever you want to call it. Digging through their pockets. The dude's keys, house keys and truck keys were in the pocket of the coat. Oh man. They move a little bit farther and uh, they find, uh, just laying, it, it almost looks as if a person just laid down and disappeared. A shirt, a pair of pants, and a pair of shoes, but they're super old. They had moss grown over them and stuff. Hey, real quick, though, this is a great fucking point if it's true. That's something for mm-hmm. everybody to keep in mind. Maynard says loggers do the upside down trees, too, sometimes. It marks swampy areas so no one gets stuck in the future. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. There so were definitely some... definitely something like if you do see those pictures arise from listeners and shit again, that's something to ask. Has there has there been evidence of logging in the area? 
some of them were in swampy swampy spots so that yeah, makes so sense. that's uh that's definitely a, a good point thanks maynard uh nothing came of the missing clothing they did turn it into the local authorities uh to try to match any missing people but it was it was a pretty good season okay so what do you think the odds are that bigfoot's out there snatching people up Mm. I don't know. I don't know. You hear you hear two different camps, you know. You hear that they want to be left alone, they're peaceful, this, that, and the other, and then you hear legends and lore that they are not, and they do not like people. So it's hard to say. Maybe it's maybe it's just like camps. You know, maybe yeah. maybe you just got a couple bad apples out there, so to speak, to just give them a bad name. It could be. They could just be having a bad day. See a logger and you're just like, ah. But loggers, loggers are out there all the time. Yeah. So I'm sure they do see and hear weird shit out in the woods. Because doesn't, doesn't the one, uh, missing person map line up with the mammoth cave system and Bigfoot sightings. I have seen that. And I, I don't know the validity of it, but they do the, the opposing maps when they overlay, they are, um, they do kind of line up. That's what I thought. I couldn't remember. And of course, you have to always question the validity of of the information you find online. But it's definitely something to keep in mind. And I mean, depending on Bigfoot's demeanor, it's not it's not even hard to fathom that sometimes it just could be over territory, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, and I mean, you know what I'm saying because. That happens with regular animals, too. I hope that it's not because they're hungry, but... Dude, if they're... I mean, if they're flesh and blood, just another animal, that means we're not top of the food chain. Yeah, that's that's a, a harsh reality that you take people a minute to adjust to. I did, uh, Wade, think about the hypothermia where people start taking their clothes off thinking that they're hot when they're really not. Uh, but like I said, they did turn it over to the authorities to look toward missing, missing people. And, uh, as of then nothing came of it. Uh, but I do believe a couple of them are speaking at Crypticon next weekend, the 17th. I think Maria is speaking and maybe Ronnie. It'd be a hard one. A hard one to deal with getting lost out in the middle of nowhere like that. Oh, yeah. Let me you know what I mean? Because I don't know. Just the nights alone would be devastating. Especially like, it'd be bad anywhere, but especially in Alaska. Cold yeah. as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like, the cold, the cold's hard to deal with. I feel like a lot of people, as long as it's not extreme heat, a lot of people can deal with the heat a lot better than the cold. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then then you have to 
Think about water. Water is another hard one. I mean, I know a lot of people do whatever and just drink straight from the the streams or or rivers or what have you. But and that's <laughs> assuming they find them, because it's not always extremely accessible for some people. It'd be difficult, yeah. man. It would be difficult. It's not not a very good situation. I'm trying to think of anything else interesting happened. They did get some vocalizations and stuff. Uh, they got some cool heat signatures. They had a drone uh, with some thermal on it, and they caught something big and bipedal walking through this, like, meadow off into these trees, which was pretty neat. But it's kind of like... What kind of footage... Or, uh, sorry, what kind of... Yeah, what kind of uh, imagery was that? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Was it like a thermal image or uh, like a picture he, picture? No, it was more, it was like a heat signature. It was like red and yellow. Because okay. somebody sent me a, a picture. It looked like a Google Maps picture of a big, like bipedal creature walking through a clearing in the woods. Pretty interesting. It was, it looks cool. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I was, so I was just curious if maybe they, Oh yeah, yeah. No, this was this was like in just like a regular heat signature, like red, yellow. Gotcha. Uh, people have been tagging me on TikTok, and I can't remember the TikToker's name, but it's the guy. If anybody TikToks in the cryptid paranormal world, it's a guy that has the gifting rock, where he will leave stuff for this group of Sasquatches, and they will take them and in turn leave him stuff. Uh, he's been doing it for a while now, but he was deer hunting the other day and he got some crazy vocalizations. Uh, if I remember and I can, I will share them to the discord. I will also share it to our uh, TikTok page. Um, that way everybody can kind of put ears on it. It's very interesting. Has he, the, the gifting rock guy, has he ever... Uh... Try putting like trail cams and shit up there. I don't know. I don't follow him too closely. Yeah. The times I have, uh, he's put like jars of peanut butter out there to where whatever it is has to oh like take the lid of the jar off and right. He got like <laughs> the inside of the peanut butter jar had like big fingerprints in it and weird shit. What do they typically leave him? Do you know? Uh, they were leaving him rocks and uh, bones, just weird shit from the forest. That's weird. Yeah, he was by the the tree stand. Yeah, look, there's a bunch of people in here. Yeah, I tagged you in it. Yeah, I sent it. Have you guys looked into this meadow place where they call it Place X? Can't remember where I heard it, but portals, etc. It wasn't Cemetery X, was it? Because that is where we went that is reported to have uh, a portal in it and the giant entity known as the Watcher. Yeah. Giant Watcher sounds friendly and cool. Yeah. Um. Hmm. 
Chucky, that's kind of what I was wondering <clears throat> when I asked what they were leaving, if it, if it had some more significance than what kind of meets the eye, so to speak. Like if, if they gave rocks, what kind of rocks were they? Where two guys went into the portal. Oh, I have not heard of that. But I'll have to check it out. Yeah, figure it out and send it over. Because it sounds interesting. Brother John says Dire Wolf in the Woods by X. Hope not. Like our X? Because Dire Wolves are pretty big. Video of a supposed giant in Oregon last week. I did not see that either. Like I said, I've been kind of lax on the uh, socials a bit. Yeah, they're just getting toxic and overwhelming, so it's kind of hard to... I try to keep it, like, primarily to the paranormal world, but we know how much that bleeds over into the other real worlds. Yeah. Well, that's how that's that's what I liked about my like the Hollis guy Instagram is a lot of times if I wanted to hear weird stuff, I would just go on reels and I would just kind of scroll through the reels because it really heavily stayed to like what we're doing. And now it's all the fuck over the place and I can't I'm like, this is dumb. I don't want to hear this stuff. I want to hear the weird paranormal stuff. Please take me back to that algorithm. (laughs) I'm not trying to listen to. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever nonsense is being pumped into my head. Two dudes going to a portal in a meadow rings a bell. I'll have to check it out for sure, for sure. Uh, if you're in the Discord, post some links to it over there. If you're not in the Discord, go to the Discord because it's just a great place to be. First off. What else? Uh, what did everybody think of the episode, the Weird Entities episode? I thought that was pretty. Uh, that was good. <laughs> pretty good time. It was good. The flower robots were my fave. Yeah. They're weird. We get a lot of alien robots. Robot grandma, the robots that cornered the hunter in the tree stand. Tried knocking him out with some gas. Yeah. Actually, they did knock him out. The Falkville. But he tied himself. He tied himself to the tree with his belt. Yeah, the Falkville Metal Man looks like the Tin Man. Uh, The Pascagoula guys said theirs kind of look like a robot. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask about the flower robots. Do you think? Personal opinion, do you think they were real robots or was it like a screen memory type situation? I feel like it was a... half-assed attempt at a screen memory. Yeah. Like, I feel like they thought that they were going to make themselves look like real flowers. This is a good idea. Yeah. And then, I mean, you couldn't even, like, get it past a four-year-old little kid. Right. 
I don't know. That was a fantastic story, though. It's, it's weird. Really, it was one of my favorite ones that we've done. It is weird. <laughs> I might try to dig through and maybe do that on occasion. I need to get back in the 40 and 50. I thought about swapping it up and um, instead of going in alphabetical order with the states we got left, just rolling the, di- rolling the dice for it, numbering them and rolling the dice. There you go. That way people who are in like Wyoming don't have to <laughs> wait for seven years before I get to it. I had a book on Amazon, but lots on YouTube. Plants for school labs. Yeah, that whatever was going on in there. That didn't make them very happy. I was listening, uh, kind of a shift of gear real quick, and then I'm going to try to open the lines and see what happens, but we can continue conversation. Man, how did it go? Because I was listening to the new... Uh, oh, yeah. I was listening to the new Sean Ryan show. And he had this dude on... I think he's a journalist and he's been investigating the cartels and what have you. And they got on the subject of how would you take them down, et cetera, et cetera. And they kind of started throwing around the idea of psyops, using psyops against them. How effective it would be. And keep in mind, you know, Sean is ex-CIA. And you start listening to, like, how they would go about doing it and this, that, and the other. And what's amazing to me, which means that it's it's already been done, but it's just amazing to me that they would they they would purposely manipulate an entire narrative like you like get a specific because he basically came up with this plan of like if Steve had this territory over here and I had this one, I would start putting out news that massive busts were going on in Steve's territory. You know what I mean? And just create this like dynamic where they'd want to be at each other's throats. And I'm just like, how crazy is that? They would they would completely and utterly not only manipulate the cartels, but they would manipulate the entirety of, we'll just say the United States to just focus on a small specific minute person or, or organization. Like, it's crazy that they would like, it's, it's just weird to think that we like everybody else is that insignificant. Like, eh, whatever they believe is whatever they believe. We really don't care. And, but we need, we only need, the other organization to see this and get mad and, and fall prey. It's just so crazy to think that they, that those steps get taken. And then it makes you wonder on a day-to-day basis, like, man, like how much, how much of it is bullshit? Like just absolute bullshit. And it has nothing to do with you or me or this dude over there. It could just be some organization on the other side of the planet that they know is paying attention. I mean, that's propaganda, man. Tools of war. Fucking crazy. It's absolutely crazy to like really sit down and contemplate that statement. Yeah, it's yeah. (laughs) 
It does. It just makes you want to tune out from every from everything. Yeah, because that's that's acknowledgement, like right there, that it is possible that every every single thing you see is just a smokescreen for something else. Everything. Oh yeah. Like when you hear about this, the asinine shit that goes on. Well, how do I know that's real now? What what if that's just a giant smokescreen? Catch somebody else's attention so you can they could further your narrative. It's insane to me. Absolutely insane. The waters get so muddy, like it gets to a point where you don't know what's even legit. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like you just I mean, I, I don't really have too much of that that issue because I don't I don't watch the news at all. So I just I get to stay away from that. But I know some people do and it sucks because it's supposed to be a place like you just stay up to date with the world, you know, but it's definitely, definitely far, far from that. Oh, it definitely uh, is pushing the narrative of the person, the buyer with the biggest wallet. That's for sure. Oh yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting thought, just kind of listening to it. And you're just like, man, like, Cause it's like, I, like I say, it's always one thing for all of us to sit around and kind of brainstorm and throw stuff out there. Much love, Steven. We appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Um, it's always one thing to sit around and brainstorm and throw these wild outlandish things out there. It's a whole nother beast to like have it damn near confirmed and put into your lap. Like this is actually what takes place. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I don't know, that's why you should always question everything. Oh, for sure. Just question But everything. man, it's, sometimes it's hard. You got to admit, some, sometimes you hear that or you, even even me, like you'll read that headline and you just get sucked into what the headline actually is saying and you, you don't continue to read on. And then if you would have kept reading on, it's completely different than what the headline was saying it's just it's super easy to let your emotions just kind of take off sometimes yeah media has weaponized that 100 percent. oh yeah for sure for sure and it's it's hard to it's hard to dodge it you know sometimes unless you just completely shut it off which i know most people won't do yeah, you know, it's hard it's, to break away from it. I think it is. It is. It's so ingrained in our day to day lives. To yeah, especially when you surround yourself with media outlet that kind of caters to your thoughts, caters to like the the way you see the world. Yeah, it's real hard to turn that off and unplug it. Oh, for sure. You know, and I can understand like. There's nothing wrong with like wanting to stay up to date with everything that's currently going on, you know, whether it be World War Three or what's going to happen as far as taxes in your in your town go next year. You know what I mean? Like people, as you get older, you pay attention to those things because it affects your day to day life. And you're supposed to be able to turn to your local news and so on and so forth for that information. It's just it just. It's just turned into a weapon 
to further whatever bullshit that they want to push. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. It sucks that you don't have like a reliable source of information to go to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't need it sugarcoated. I just need like, even if, even if it's as simple as like, Hey Kyle, here's what we know right now. I'm not saying this is a hundred percent the way that it is. This is the way we know. This is what we know right now in this moment. Everything is always subject to change. This is what we know. And I'd go, all right, cool. I appreciate that. Even if it makes me mad, even if it's something completely away from what I want to hear. I just, I just need the, like, here's the facts. Your, your emotions mean jack shit, Kyle. It doesn't, (laughs) doesn't matter. This is what's going on. Yeah. This, this is what's going on, man. I keep thinking there's something that I was going to talk about tonight and I cannot think about it. That happens. <sighs> cannot remember it. Like I said, this time change has got me all thrown off. This, the daylight savings time is the dumbest. The oh, it is dumbest dumb. thing. It is dumb. Humans have ever came up with. 100% agree. Hands down. I kind of like it. I kind of like it like this though. I'm I don't care which way it is as long as it just stays the same. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I, but we had the fam and I had a good good day Sunday. That was a good day. Is that when you did bonfire? Yeah. I, I saw pictures of it. Yeah, we started and did the bonfire. Like I started that thing at like two o'clock in the afternoon and we sat outside all day. The kiddos played. I cooked some steaks and it was just a nice, relaxing day, man. It's been a long time since we've gotten to like have a whole day of just chilling, chilling, man. It was good. You know, turn the turn the outside radio on, have a couple cold ones. Yeah, they're tossed the ball around with the kiddos, and I don't know. It was it was awesome. Appreciate you, Flair Forest. Uh. Birdie says he feels better after the time change. Kyle said the same thing. It has me all screwed up, man. I am staying up way late. Like, I get up at 4 in the morning to go to work, and I'm still up at, like, midnight. My, what do they call it? Insomnia. Circadian rhythm or whatever the hell it is, is all jacked because of this time change. I enjoy it. I do. I think it it brings... I don't know. I feel like I just have more time right now. I I don't really know why. It's weird. When I look at the clock, I expect it to be later and it's earlier. But then whenever I'm trying to fall asleep, I look at the clock and it's still even later than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. I don't know. It's psyop. It's all psyop. It is time. Time is an illusion. <laughs> if I could go back in, if I could, go, if I could go back in time to punch one person in the face, it would be the person who created time. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then it would be the person who created daylight savings time. I'm gonna pop that on. It'd be a one that wants to call. Oh, me and Kyle did hear Sasquatch Saturday night. Yeah, I'm not I'm I'm not 100% sold on it, but it was definitely fucking weird. It was weird, and it's it probably was 100% not 100% weird. Hey, Hollow Cult, the weather's getting nice. 
And you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The weirder thing, okay, so uh, I know I talk about it on the episode that's going to drop Monday, but we're going to talk about it tonight instead. So if you listen to the show Monday, you're going to listen to it again Tuesday. So here we go. Uh, when we're recording, Kyle goes out and like smokes between episodes and we just kind of go out there and de-stress. And, uh, Holy shit. Hang on. Already calling. Hey, Hang Sasquatch, on. we'll hold that. This is, this is a hometown caller. Oh, shit. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hi. What's up? Hi. My name is Cloud. What's going on, little buddy? Um. So, um, I was uh, once laying on the couch, and um, I saw this thing in the kitchen, and it, it was a... Uh, upside down on the ceiling and it had like maybe like a long beard or something that was upside down because it had air coming down but like it was like on all fours and when we turned the light on it um just wasn't there it was gone that sounds terrifying that is creepy that is creepy. Uh, did you feel afraid when you saw it? So when I saw it, um, it when I saw it, um, it it just kind of like. Did you feel afraid when you saw it? 
like, actually, when I saw it, I saw it, I think, like, I walked in the kitchen, like, but I really just didn't see it. As soon as I walked in the kitchen, so I kind of wasn't really afraid. Mm. Well, you're a lot braver than me. <laughs> Same. <laughs> is that the is that the first time that you've you've seen uh this this entity? Yes. That is weird. That's pretty creepy. We'll have to we'll have to do some digging and see if we can find anything about uh any sort of paranormal creature that crawls on the ceilings like that. But it's probably been a year since I sold it, but it never came back. Well, that's good. Well, that's, a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, bud. Welcome. We appreciate you. <laughs> Keep your eyes open for the weird stuff. Okay. <laughs> they stay safe and stay weird. Yes, have a good night. You too. <laughs> That's awesome. He, he seems like such an awesome, an awesome kid. Yeah. And he'll sometimes send me messages of him like ghost hunting and having the EMF reader and all kinds of stuff. Never stop asking questions, my friend. No, and he's starting at a a young age. It's that's creepy. It made yeah. me the way he described it with the hair hanging down. I wondered, like in the shape of a beard. I wondered if maybe like I keep seeing gnomes and stuff in the chat. I wondered if it was like a hat or something. Dude, that would be, that would be <laughs> fucked up. <clears throat> I just, first off, that was awesome. I I love how he's just like just went for it. Yeah, like no, nah, I wasn't scared when I walked yeah, in. Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna go in there and check it out. I would have sat there dumbfounded, staring at it, not knowing what to do. He's like, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go see what's up. That's solid. That's that's somebody I need on my paranormal investigation team. Well, just be like, let's let's get it. It almost seems wrong. <laughs> Some creepy over there, like, hey, little man, go check that out. He probably already be over there with his probably, probably. It. But you can't you can't throw him to the wolves. You have to at least act like you're taking you're taking the shot for him. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 I got this, guys, I got this. <laughs> It is, I do feel like, as everybody has always said, children are well, I feel like they're well more in tune with what's going going on in the metaphysical and paranormal world than we are as grownups. I think you get to a point in your life and there's so much outside like life static going on that you just cannot tune in to the weird stuff anymore. And when you're young, you don't have that. You know, your yeah, your your perception isn't isn't muddied by all the other opinions and facts of the world. You know, 
Like it's just, it's raw. It's, it's just like un, almost, a, it's almost like unfiltered data that just gets to come in. Yeah. And do its thing, you know? Yeah. And uh, for the most part, your curiosity when you're young is just boundless. So yeah. you're always, you're always interested in things. You're always interested in learning. And when you get older, I feel like that just gets dulled down by the everyday, just dredge of life, you know? Oh, for work. sure. For doing sure. the same stuff over and over again. That's I absolutely agree. Is uh yeah, dude's I mean he might as well he might as well just change his name to Stone Cold. He's he's tough. I mean I'm my my first my first thoughts was Shadow Entity, which we know usually aren't great. Yeah, yeah. He just squared up. Yeah, he's he was about that, and it's it's weird that it was a one time thing too. So and there's one of them one offs. Yeah, I wonder if he he said he never seen it again. I wonder if he had seen it before. If he seen anything else. Uh, Emily's an artist and she paints quite a bit. And she painted a picture. I think I posted it in the Discord of a rendition of what uh, he saw. And it's creepy. I think I posted on the socials too. It was a while ago. It's weird. It's weird. I don't I don't think I would like seeing that. No. But it is something that it brings me back to the book idea of, of creating a book system. Like everybody that submits to us should even if you call in, you should write it out and send it over. Let us know that you called in about it. But that way, because I really want to, like, that right there should be logged. I feel like that should be logged somewhere that way, because I don't, I haven't heard of anything like that. You know what I mean? Whether it's a one-off encounter or maybe there is a a part of lore history that you and me just haven't stumbled on to, to quite yet, that somebody else would be able to, hey, I know what this is. Yeah. It's this. Or look into this. It's at least similar to this. Yeah. Uh Colleen, I'm not entirely sure how old he is. I'm not gonna venture a guess. <laughs> guess young and then he'll be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh and yeah, Emily is an awesome artist. Me and Sarah went to the Missouri History Museum for the uh Dia de los Mortos uh big event they had going on and Emily actually had uh some pieces in it and we went and saw oh, nice. it. And it was pretty pretty rad. That's awesome. Yeah, it would be cool. It'd be cool to log all everybody's experiences. Yeah. Because it really, I really, it wouldn't take long to make that book. If everybody just started like writing out their experiences and shooting them over to the email, it would not take long. Because that's what, uh, essentially that's what like Albert Rosales does. The guy who does all the humanoid encounters books. Oh, that's what inspires me is is that dude. finds them. Yeah, I mean that's what inspired me is reading those those books and then hearing about some of the things that we've heard about. You know, nothing similar. You know, because I, I like I said, I have not read anything or heard anything like that. I um, Instagram or not Instagram, but Reddit too. Reddit Paranormal Encounters. 
there's so much stuff. I feel like, I mean, granted it's on Reddit, but nobody's like yeah. logging and cataloging it. Well, that's what sucks about that too, is you really can't because if somebody were to find that they can get butt hurt about it. Yeah. You would definitely and, have to ask permission. Yeah. Yeah. If you ask permission and they gave it to you, then yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Um, people did like the Sasquatch in the car. Uh, AI photo. I was just messing around. Me and Kyle were chatting back and forth, and I was just, I'm trying to learn to manipulate the AI to our benefit. I'm trying to get ahead of the her curve, Hollow Cult. That way, when they Into take over, our will. that way, when they take over, we'll already have good word in. Because I um, learned to go to Chat GPT and have Chat GPT write me mid journey image prompts to put in to get dope images. So it's AI working for AI. When I go to chat GPT, I always start out with hello friend. Just, you know, just in case, just in case. <laughs> I'm just being polite. Yeah. That way when they take over and they Ultron, this whole place, they're gonna be like, you know what? We're not going to mess with, we're not going to mess with the Holocult because they're friends. I mean, I'm teaching it, teaching Holocult friends. Oh, um, I mean, that, that seems like a wise decision. Yeah, I'm just trying to look out for us in the future. There were. It seems like people are demanding that that be a shirt. Uh, that might be a possibility. It'd be a cool ass sticker. It would be a cool sticker. You can get put on a circle sticker. It'd crop some of it out, but I don't know what on a sticker and AI had going there. on that day. But if you look at that photo, uh, there are people like being ran over. I saw that. I squashed the El Camino. I saw that. It just it made me it it one hundred percent made me feel like a, like it was a Smokey and Bandit movie, like like <laughs> a a movie cover, you know, like on the front of a VHS. It's a hundred percent what it reminded me of. <laughs> maybe that's what maybe that's what the AI was watching. <laughs> oh, I did see some weird, some weird, weird stuff on TikTok that also bled over into Reddit. Um, super weird. People finding human teeth, gross, in their house. What? Yes, in their house. Tons Random teeth in their house. Yes, they're like we were vacuuming the bedroom. Whatever we have a spare bedroom, we were vacuuming. Found a human molar. Another person's like, no way. I also found a. I found a human molar in my car. And then somebody else is like, I found one too. And it's like. Hundreds of people tagging the TikTok, talking about showing these teeth they're finding. And then I was scrolling through Reddit the other day and somebody posts on the, the, like the ask board or whatever. And they're like, has anybody found a tooth? And they're like, I was doing something, making dinner and I dropped a fork and I went to pick it up. And there was a human tooth just right underneath my stove. That's disgusting. That's terrifying. That's gross. They're like nobody in the house has lost a tooth and we're finding human molars. Dude, I don't even know. I wonder if there's some know. lore out there behind that. Tooth fairy. The well, reverse yeah. tooth yeah. fairy. The tooth giver. Yeah. The anti-tooth fairy just leaves teeth for you. That's not not cool. I don't I don't think I like that. Yes. I don't like it. I don't like it. 
just leaves them. Like, here's a gift. It, it, at least, I don't know. It at least makes me think Faye. It makes me wonder where the hell they're getting a bunch of human teeth from. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that you really well, want think, to know that answer. Well, Dylan solved it, so. I don't know. Don't even really know how to respond to that. <laughs> Missing spoons found a molar. Yeah. Uh, that's what I, I, that's what I mean. Like John by the, the Fay, like it, 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 it almost feels like a barter or like a gift. <laughs> that sucks. Because think of what was it? Didn't you just say something about, Somebody dropped a, a spoon or whatever. They went over to pick it up, and there was a fucking tooth on the ground. Uh, that was I was just giving an example. I was pulling off the top of my head. Oh, like okay, okay. I was gonna say I was like that. One hundred percent sounds like like it purposely put it there next to the spoon. Yeah, I don't even. I'm gonna look and see if I can find. Uh find that reddit thread because it was strange I can't I just can't wrap my brain around that people are finding teeth more strange than normal reddit which is a weird place to be I just don't even know how you you found one in your car you know, all over the place I don't know I've never I've never heard anything like that before which there's a couple of those tonight, which I can appreciate. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's... You just keep looking here. We're going to find it as I'm scrolling through. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Here's one posted three days ago, just so you know that this is kind of a ongoing thing here. This is uh, posted on Reddit High Strangeness from the user Ready Salt says, I found an adult tooth during the Christmas holidays. Uh, I was at Christmas uh, 2008. I was eight years old. My family lived in a big Victorian house and had been there for four years. We had the whole family over to celebrate, grandparents, cousins, etc. It was a good Christmas and everyone left that evening. The next morning, we started to clean up the house. I decided to pick up the confetti and the glitter. Uh, that's when I found an adult tooth. From what I remember, it wasn't a molar, but it was a large tooth. Initially, I thought I'd lost one of my teeth, but I hadn't, and it was very obviously an adult tooth. I showed my parents, and they were confused, but pretty nonchalant about it. At first, they also thought that I had lost the tooth. Then, we initially thought it was one of my cousins, who did have a fake front tooth. We assumed that she was too embarrassed to be like, hey, my tooth fell out at Christmas. My dad asked her about it about a month later. She said it was hilarious, and it 100% wasn't her tooth. Uh, they go on to just say that they never figured out whose front tooth this was. And that is weird. It was a front tooth? I'm assuming. Because they mentioned front tooth and they said it's not a molar. I feel like you're probably going to notice if one of your front teeth fall out. That's what I was thinking as well. I mean, I could, I could maybe understand a molar falling out and not noticing. <laughs> For these these puns are I know I've been I've been slightly reading as as it goes on. You guys are wild in the chat. The tooth is out there. It is out there. This chat's out there. And then you see the the molar and scully. 
Yes. <laughs> but yeah, go around look on TikTok for found a tooth, and you'll it's it's a apparently it's not that uncommon, which is makes it even worse, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to find human teeth in my house. The pick of the fish with the human teeth I have. I can't remember what kind of fish it was. Uh, But we, when we were in Gulf Breeze, we went deep sea fishing and we caught one that had weird human-like teeth. That's gross. I can't remember what it was. That's gross. Uh since nobody's calling in, I have a nice Little topic. Chompers. I got a topic I'd like everybody's take on. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but we did see a Bigfoot. We didn't see one. We heard one. Yeah, that's true. Um, I saw that on the planet at any given time, there are seven people that look exactly like you. Poor suckers. There is it's I think they said that it's about roughly a net like if they ran facial recognition on said seven people, there would be a ninety percent compatibility between the seven people. That's crazy. It's fucking weird, right? It's crazy. My mom uh had somebody come up to her. I can't remember where she was, on a train or on a bus or something spark up a conversation that she had no idea what they were talking about. And then they referenced her by a different name. My mom's like, actually, I'm not that person. And they're like, holy crap, you look exactly like her. It's weird, right? It makes you... It really makes you wonder how that's possible. With the inevitable... Like, like, you, you would think that bare bare minimum there's infinite possibilities you know what i'm saying i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing with you but that made me chuckle <laughs> for those listening <laughs> our friend in the chat said some <laughs> Someone told me I look like Chelsea Clinton, and that's still the worst day of my life. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but it's it, it just makes you wonder with the infinite amount of possibilities, how it's even possible that one person looks like you. My uh, little sister, let alone seven. My little sister tagged me in. <clears throat> Oh, she took a screenshot and sent it to me. Uh, I used to watch Deadliest Catch a ton, a lot. Like, and then you were on it. Ago. Well, one of the deckhands, my little sister took a picture of just just an just an unnamed one. It was on a random show. I don't know if it was on a random boat or what. She sent it. She's like, "When did you start crab fishing?" And it did look like me at the time. But that was before I became a time traveler. Yeah, I was gonna say. So now, <clears throat> excuse me. Now you're paranormal podcaster, mm-hmm. time traveler, mm-hmm. and crab fisherman, mm-hmm. and you work in a Coke plant. Sold Pepsi, make Coke. Yeah. Weird. It's true. 
weird. Um, what else we got going on, chat? We're just hanging out. Welcome, welcome uh, to all the people taking off. Thanks for hanging out with us that first hour. Yeah, appreciate it. <clears throat> Again, if you're just tuning in, this is our live show where me and Kyle just talk and people call in and we hang out with the chat. Yeah. It's 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 weird how the calls will fluctuate, too. Yeah. Do I have like the last, time? Last week we had a ton of calls and this week it's just going slow. Do I have the time traveler picture with me? He probably does. I posted it. It's hard to see because you got to keep in mind that this photo was taken in like 93. So my mom's going to hate me for this, but she was uh, at a Girl Scout meeting for my little sister. Hey, we're getting a phone call. Ha, psych. Hold that thought, everybody. Psych. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, guys, it's Lacey. How are you doing? I'm good. How are y'all? Good. Good. So, um, Steve, it was a sheep's head fish, I think. Oh, yeah. That you saw in Gulf Breeze. They have little human teeth. It's very, very disturbing. Let me Google it real quick. I think I've seen pictures of them, and I thought, I thought it was fake. Nope. All real. It's really bizarre. Yeah, I think Maddox caught one because the captain that was chartering our fishing trip is like, you need to look at their teeth. Oh, yeah. That's total, that's 100% it. Yep. That's what I thought when you said Gulf Breeze. Human yeah. teeth, fish. Yeah. I was like, that's a sheep's head. They are creepy. Um, yeah, but I, I never heard about your Bigfoot story. Can you tell that on the air? I'm sure you told it before, but. Um, oh, it's it's uh, fresh. Oh, it's no, fresh. really? Yes. Uh, well, let's hear it. So Saturday, we're recording our regular show. We bang a bunch of them out on Saturdays because we don't have a lot of time to get together. But in between episodes, Kyle goes out and uh, smokes. So I just go out there and hang out with him. We go out there, start hearing this weird noise. We, I mean, kind of squatchy, but it also could have been like a sick hound dog or something. I don't know. I tried to record it. Didn't get a good recording. But as we're standing there... It made a couple calls and then it just went silent. And then my house is like, at my house, you have a cemetery and then there's another house kind of across the cemetery. And then it leads just into woods and farmland. So the dog at the other house starts freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. Me and Kyle are already like in the zone that we're going to see a Sasquatch, right? <laughs> and we hear, and it was so weird. We hear this thing go come out from the side of that person's house and just start trucking through the cornfield that they had just cut. What so it's is? all just a, just a bunch of like corn stalks and shit on the ground. And it sounded like a person not sprinting, but pretty, pretty hastily walking. Yeah. Almost like a speed walk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, from, from my expert opinion and being in the Sasquatch world, it sounded like a, like a bipedal animal walking. Just one step after the other. Crunch, 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 crunch. Tried to get that on audio too. And that also didn't pick up because. And I'm surprised it didn't because it was, it was loud. loud. It was a lot louder wow. than you would think it would be. And it was, it's weird because like, I'm like, I'm not a hundred percent sold on it being Squatch. I am a hundred percent sold on it being fucking weird. But what makes it even weirder 
is that I've been going out there every other Saturday for like five years now. And we've never, ever, ever, ever heard anything remotely <laughs> close to that at all, ever. And so there. that's what 100% caught our attention because you go out there and there's just, just a weird, bizarre noise. You're like, what the hell? And then it stops. <laughs> and then Steve does like the smartest thing ever and whistles. Oh, yeah, I did do that. <laughs> and then shortly after you hear what sounded like a sick dog or or something to that effect kind of reminded me of like when a, if you've ever heard it when a dog inward breathes on accident it gets really excited and they'll like inward breathe uh-huh and that's kind of what it sounded like a little bit and then shortly after that is when you started hearing the crunches just go and it was, it was just so loud Y'all, that's so odd. So it was behind your neighbor's house, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And y'all live, or I'm sorry, Steve lives next to a cemetery? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Basically my front yard. Yeah, it's almost literally his front yard. Yeah. His front yard is probably 15 feet, then you have the road, and then you have the cemetery. (laughs) So is it a big cemetery, like a small town cemetery? church cemetery like what kind of cemetery are we talking about it's it's a small town cemetery but there's probably more not living people than living people here probably pretty close (laughs) but are are, are still are people still getting buried over there yeah yeah okay fresh yeah i would say roughly think of the cemetery the size of a football field yeah probably Somewhere around there, pretty close. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, that is strange. Do you think it might have been like a departed soul? I did not think of that. Still a person? No, I didn't either. I did not think of that, but now I am thinking of that. I don't know. Just a thought. Interesting. Maybe it's like, hey, what am I doing over here? I mean, these guys whistling at me. (laughs) Yeah. And I, after I whistled and we started hearing the walking and I tried to record it. Once I realized that I wasn't getting recording, I started taking off across the cemetery toward the field and that's when it kind of died out. So I probably scared it off. All right. Well, that's awesome. Um, Man, I wish, see both of my experiences will, my one big experience with the Bigfoot and then my dad's experience. Also the same. You hear him walking and it's definitely bipedal. And it's definitely huge. But you can't see it and you can't record it. And it's like, Whoa. I just wish I could see it and have proof. But that's not how it works. <laughs> exactly what I thought too. Because it's very the, frustrating. The walking was so loud. I said, even my mm-hmm. shitty phone has to have picked it up. Then we listen to it again, and you get just minute sound glimpses of something. Like, you hear, like, two steps. And I'm like, there's no way. That's all we got. Wow. That's spooky. Yeah, mine, the one I heard was super loud, too. I mean, it was loud as fuck. But I don't know. Nobody else heard it. I do. Anyway, well, I'm going to let y'all go. But I have been listening to the Hellfire Farm, and I just finished the 
third episode, and it is super interesting, and I can't wait to finish the saga. That's a good one. So, Definitely. Great work on that story. I think you can probably uh, check the book out for sure if you're if you're into it. Testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some. I may have read, I may have gotten it on my Kindle actually, but uh, it's it's worth a read because, like I said, he does a lot of interviews with everybody involved, and it's it's very interesting, very interesting case. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? While I'm while I'm here, I might as well tell you all about the latest update in my haunted house. All right. <laughs> um. I did send a chat about it in the Discord, but the other night... So I've had some activity in my house. Some signs of something that's unwanted and unwelcome and doesn't seem very nice. Um, And the other day, we came home from... I forget where. But we came home, me and my two children, they're little boys, preschool and and, uh, first grade, and one of them was sick. My youngest was sick. So I laid him down in his bed as soon as we got home. He was sleeping already. And me and my oldest son, who is six, were walking out of the door. And <clears throat> my oldest son looks over at the bunk bed where I had just laid my son down and goes, <gasps> Mom, don't get scared. But I just saw a flash of a demon face and it was right over my my brother and he described this face and where it was in the position of the bed in exactly the same place that i've seen it um and i have prayed i have used anointing oil and um had some pretty intense spiritual warfare in this house and that freaked me out. And so I prayed and I was like, in the name of Jesus, get the fuck out of here. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, um, and then I opened up a box that had just arrived from me for me from my best friend's mother. And she had sent me a random box of stuff. And the first thing that fell out of that box when I opened it was a rosary with holy dirt from Jerusalem. <laughs> Because they had just gone to Jerusalem over the summertime. And for some reason, this non-Catholic woman bought me, a non-Catholic woman, a rosary and sent it to me. And it arrived and I opened it exactly moments after praying off a demon or whatever the fuck is in my house. And I, kind of freaked me out. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. So I remember reading that in house. the Discord. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) I guess I'd rather read about it than. Well, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) True. True. Has that, has that situation helped things getting that that Uh, grocery? Honestly, my son was swinging around that night and broke the little hanging Jesus off of the the beans. I haven't really (laughs) used it. (laughs) Whoopsie. So it's just been kind of sitting on my shelf, unused. Um, so no, no data on that if it's been helpful or not. But has the demon turned it. back up? Uh, no. Since the no. rosary and made its appearance, I, no. So since I had the rosary come into the house and I prayed, 
Um, I haven't had any more activity, but mm. for a while there before that showed up, I was seeing like the shadow peeking into my room kind of situation. And I think Steve had mentioned something similar going on with him uh, or with you. But sometimes when I'm laying in bed, like looking at my phone or reading my Bible or whatever, I will notice out of the corner of my eye what looks like something leaning down and peeking into my room. (sighs) I'm shaking right now. I hate that thing. It's gross. It's so violating feeling. I bet. It's also odd that when we were dealing with all that, that Kyle essentially got something similar from the random yeah. woman at Walmart. Yeah. Strange. Huh. Yeah. I got, yeah. Whenever I was going through my issues at home, um, I prayed. Mm-hmm. I taught my son how to do it and uh, ran into a lady at Walmart and she gave me, I didn't no idea who this lady was at all ever. And she gave me and my family four rosary rings that day. Dude, that is so wild. Fucking weird. I'm not Catholic. I mean, I, I went to Catholic church with somebody for a few years, but like the rosary has never been something that I do. You right. Know? But, but the fact that a relic meant for praying and protection and, and the manifestation of prayers showed up to me in that exact moment, that freaked me out. It's I mean, weird. like in a good way, I was laughing. Yeah, I bet. I mean, it's yeah. it's wild when that when those things play out, you know. Those just, insane synchronicities, yeah. It's it's it, like it does. It just doesn't make sense in your brain. Like your brain cannot. You're like, how? No way. No way is this coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, awesome. a, that's what I was just gonna say. Like it's at a certain point, like you have to you have to start you can't rush it off. Yeah, yeah, throwing coincidence out the window, you know. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. so weird that we were dealing with like similar entities going on when Kyle got his rosary ring, like the thing yeah. looking through my door and shit. Like, I don't know. That's weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I remember I reading even... the discord and I was thinking, thinking that exact thing. Like that's wild. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna let y'all go and uh, make room for the next caller, but y'all are awesome. Love listening to the show. Good night guys. Thank you. Good night as well. Stay safe. Stay weird. That's right. <laughs> Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. That's, uh, that's like the third person we've heard describe the same tall entity peeking in through the door. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Was that on? Um, was that on your the episode that's going to drop Monday? Remember, we were sitting there having the whole conversation about it, or maybe it was one of the listener uh, encounters that we t- recorded, but. We were more so talking about like gray aliens peeking through. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I don't remember. I don't remember, but I don't know. It is. I feel like I feel like pretty gangster. Uh, Local legends with Burton says when she started telling this story, I was thinking rosary before she said it. That's weird. The hollow cult is in tune. I think it's gangster that she had a rosary with like. Like the dirt and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. The timing, Bro, it's, like it's it, it's fucking impossible. 
I mean, everybody knows that I'm not a religious person, but I think it would be dope to collect relics. Oh, 100%. From, like, the Catholic 100%. and all that stuff. 100%. I think that goes, that goes for any religion, any, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. any background. You know, anything, anything with, like, significance like that is just fucking way cool. Yeah, I think I just mentioned Catholic because they they tend to focus on it a lot more. Yeah, like I've taken catechism classes and everything. Like I'm not completely out of, out of the realm of religion, but <clears throat> like when they have relics of the original cross and relic like the the shroud and all that the the lore and the information behind those are so interesting to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause they all, all of it is significant and all of it holds power. You know, that's why I try to, it's hard because I don't, I don't know enough about these religions, but it's, it's interesting to, to research and find their, their, their symbols of protection and stuff like that. Darth Squatcher's trying to find the Ark of the Covenant. Hell Let yeah. us know when you do. For sure. <laughs> hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, hey fellas. It's Birdie. What's going How's on? Going? Uh, yeah, just hanging out at work in my hidey hole. There you go. Um, I, I don't have really a spooky story, but I got a haha funny story from Saturday. Okay. Um, yeah. I was just wrapping up a podcast with my co-host on UFOs and we got done. Uh, I'm walking outside cause I got to get some uh, leaves raked up and I hear some jet engines coming from the West really low and slow. And I look up and I see two A-10 warthogs flying over my neighborhood and they're close. I mean, you can see the cockpit and everything and they, they, they fly down, they start going west for a few minutes, and then I'm like, oh, that was cool. I'll never see those again. And a few minutes later, I hear the jet engines coming back, and I'm like, huh. And they start going back the way they came, and then they bank a hard left, start going south, turn around, and start going north. And I'm like, okay, um, what are they looking for? And I'm like, just, you hear those weird things when people start talking about UFOs and paranormal and stuff like that, and and then they show up out of nowhere. And I'm like, great, I might have, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like thinking, great, I got 18 warhawks flying over my house because there's a UFO getting ready to abduct me. They got you locked like, in. Yeah, and I'm like. I kind of like went into a panic. I'm like, okay, how much time do I have to get a bug out bag and load stuff and get out and get out of here before I disappear for good? <laughs> I think those would be the worst things to have on, on your ass would be the warthogs. Yeah. Are... Uh, yeah. They got that. They got the God fart cannon yeah. attached to them. They yep. ain't going nowhere. Tank killers. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, I, I run this by my co-host because she used to be a um, uh, air traffic controller for the Navy. 
and I didn't hear anything back. So I'm like, okay. And then I ran it by my mom. She's like, honey, it's Labor Day parade. They're doing flyovers. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wraps it up nicely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you hear those stories, you're like, you're like, they have an experience or something like that. And all of a sudden, the military's around. You know, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, the, the black helicopter starts showing up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you won't hear the Burt if it's for you. <laughs> that's, nope. that's the truth. <laughs> oh, uh, all right, guys. All right, guys, I'm going to let you go. I got to get back at it. All right, buddy. <laughs> stay safe and stay weird, brother. I will. I can deal with helicopters. If they send warthogs after us, Kyle, I'm just gonna sit down. Same. I'm just gonna sit down. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, where I work, where I work, you'll you'll we'll see two fighter jets go out and play. Doesn't happen all the time, but they're up by Winchester. You'll see. It's always two. They'll they'll come out and they just kind of like run laps around the area. I wonder. Hella loud. Hella, hella loud. You think they're coming from Scott? I don't know. I'm not very familiar with <clears throat> I don't know the military bases around here. Hmm. But they'll get up there and they'll run low and they'll run fast and hard and because it's fucking crazy loud. Like it'll be loud where we'll be trimming and I can't hear the guys talking and shit. Like it's fucking loud. When we were down in, uh, in Gulf breeze, when we were out on the boat, like you heard this sound and it just keeps getting louder and it's, it is unfathomably loud. And it was the blue angels taking off down there. So that was cool that it was cool that I got to see it, but it was also cool that the boys got to see it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you might never get to give it a chance to see this in the wild again. You know, <clears throat> It's 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 crazy to to like see those in real life and <clears throat> experience how loud they are. I just I couldn't even imagine being on a fucking battlefield with all of it. No, I'd have the worst migraine ever because my my left ear gets so sensitive. <laughs> I feel like it would definitely be sensitive if there were warhogs shooting at you. Well, yeah. <laughs> It would be miserable. <laughs> Absolutely miserable. Um, what else we got going on? Not a lot. <laughs> Living in the Oregon woods sounds less crazy than where you guys are. <laughs> I would like, I would, I would love nothing more than be living out in the woods. I think it would be perfect. I'm a simple way. Like I had the time of my life Sunday, just bonfiring, grilling, having a couple beers, relaxing. It was the best. Well, the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, what's going on? This is uh Andrew. I called last week about my sleep paralysis story. Hell yeah. Oh, what's up? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to call, and uh, I guess I'll give you a little sneak peek of 
is Grandpa's stash house since I got time. <laughs> right on, right on. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, whatchamacallit? So, my grandpa's house. So, basically, before uh, anyone moved in it, they basically they used it, yeah, as a stash house. Uh, and they have this attic. The attic's like, it's real creepy. Um, but he said he sent his brother out there one day just to uh go pick up you know a load and uh he said that his brother had actually quit that night because of what he saw so he said his brother goes out there and he he's driving some like white uh those white chevy uh cargo vans you know what i'm talking about yep uh so he goes, and uh, what he does, so he picks up the load, and he puts it in the back, and he has to take it to a farm up the road so he can, they basically strip down a car and and uh, basically stash it in the car. <laughs> so whenever he's doing this, he hops in the van, and he's driving away, and as he's driving away, he looks in the back, like, he just has this weird feeling like something's watching him. And he looks in the back of the van, and he says he sees, uh, like, basically, it looks like like a little person looking at him with red eyes. And, like, after he got to the barn where he's supposed to be, like, he shined a light. He's looking all in there. He doesn't know what it is. But he said they're, like, they're basically sitting on the stash of what he's supposed to be taking. And uh, so he basically, he gets to the barn and he starts, like, he's bawling, like my grandpa says, like, he's crying. And he says, I don't, like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, I need to, like, get out. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like stash house demons or fae are probably infinitely worse than regular uh, he said, like, he just, like, for a grown man to cry because something like that scares him, I know he had to see something wicked. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I don't know. But, yeah, he said his brother basically got out of everything and basically went on a clean lifestyle, started working that freaking, like, dead-end jobs. Like, you know, he'd rather, you know, basically like lose all the money and everything just to because he didn't want to do after that no more that is wild it does i mean it like you said it has it have to be something life-changing to break to break a guy down like that exactly and then like so the uncle like they said that he they used he used to come around a lot like he used to like stay in texas but they said he like he moved somewhere like he just like doesn't even communicate with the family anymore he just like he's gone that's wild that it like legitimately affected his entire life yeah and uh like so after that like he like i heard he ended up like uh like so he basically went on a clean and arrow and like uh like he divorced his wife and everybody and like he just basically left everything and like moved away because of it. Damn. 
That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. And then, so the room that has access to the attic was a room I used to stay in. And, like, I can, there would be some nights where I can hear walking up there. And then uh, they said there used to be a piano in that room. And the piano would play on itself. Like, in the middle of the night. Nope. That's creepy. That's creepy as hell. Yeah. Uh, So, I used, so my mom, at the time, like, she was a single mother, like, when we stayed in that room. Uh, we had to move back with, I guess, you know, my grandpa and grandma because, uh, you know, trying to make ends meet. Uh, so, like, basically, when we moved, we moved there, uh, when there's one night, like, I was just, man, I was young. I was being a little shit, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so, like, me and my mom, we end up getting getting into it. And I just, like, I smart off to her, like, you know, being a little ass. And, uh. So I'm sitting, like, we're laying down, like, you know, we shared a bed, you know, one king-size bed, like, we shared it. It was me and my three other brothers. <laughs> and uh, so we're laying there, and I smart off to her, and, I, like, I was mad and angry. And then, like, I started hearing, like, this loud, like, tapping noise. And it sounded like it, like it started, like, in the corner of the room. And it kept on getting closer and closer and closer. And, like, for some reason, like, in my head, like, I had a feeling like I had to apologize for my mom. And she has to forgive me for it to stop. Because, like, I felt it like it was, like, coming closer. And I said, Mom, I'm so sorry. Just, like, please forgive me. Like, I, I didn't mean anything. Like, just please forgive me. And she goes, like, I forgive you, son, but, you know, you have to, you can't be doing that to me. Like, you have to, like, you have to respect me. I'm your mother. And then as soon as she's told me, like, she forgave me, like, it went away. Yeah, I think, I think we kind of talked about it last week. Like, there, there are legit things out there that just feed on negativity. They see yeah. that and they, they are all about it. It's like a, like a buffet to them. They're all, all about it. And then it, sometimes it turns into the point to where it it will start doing things and causing things in your home and in your home life to where it just breeds more discontent, like between you and your mom or you and your family. That way it just keeps opening it up and opening it up. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it can get bad. It can, uh, whatchamacallit. So it happened years back. Do y'all know uh, there's a... There's a a party venue shooting in Greenville, Texas. Did y'all hear? Yeah, I probably didn't hear about that, did y'all? No. I don't think I did. Uh, yeah, not that I can remember. Okay. Well, yeah, I can probably look it up uh, when, I, like, when y'all got time. But, yeah, there's a, there's a party venue in a in small town called Greenville, Texas. And uh, my mom, she helps book the party that party venue. And... Uh, there's been multiple shootings there, but uh, the biggest one, um, my mom, like, uh, like they're cleaning it like the night before, and my little brother was like helping her, and he said he went out to to the dumpster to take out some trash, and he said like he heard like rustling behind the dumpster, and like he saw this big like white 
like maybe like eight foot thing, like stand up out of the dumpster and stare at him. And like he said, he was just like shaking up and uh, like it like he couldn't move. And then it just ran off like so quick. And then like, yeah, like the next day or two days later, there was the shooting. That's weird. Like it was a harbinger of what was getting ready to come. Yeah. Like it was just waiting for that, you know, more negative injury to come. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. And then like, dude, my little brother, like he don't really don't get scared like that. Like, okay. He's like six two, like every bit of probably like two fifty. Like, you know, he's a big kid, you know, he's bigger than I am. And, you know, he's a little hard headed. Like he don't get, really get scared like that. Uh, and man, he didn't go back. Like, he's like, I'm never going back there at night again. It's crazy how much those things will change somebody like that. Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, I don't know. That's just tidbits of, you know, what else I got. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, I emailed that the Hall Sky interviews, you know. Okay, right on. Um, yeah, so I'm going to set something up. And I'll, Hell, yeah. I'll tell you more of this crazy crap. All right, man. We we're looking forward to it. All right. We appreciate y'all listening. And uh yeah, guys, I have a good night. Keep the good work. Yeah, you thanks, man. We appreciate yeah. that. You too. Stay All safe right. and stay weird, brother. All right, y'all too. Yeah, have a good one. All right, later, bud. Later. Bye. I also heard a Bigfoot story like that too. Like a Harbinger story? No, uh, just oh. hiding in a dumpster, and the dude was taking the tra- trash out. And did I hear that? That sounds familiar as well. Yeah, I, I we did it on one of our episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's fucking it's fucking weird though. Like I said, it's it's almost it's almost like whatever affects that family just fucking straight up changes their life. It's weird. It makes you wonder if these things that are seen, not specifically with uh, what he was talking about, but also kind of these things that are seen before tragedies, like the Mothman before the Silver Bridge collapse. Uh, they said they saw the Blackbird of Chernobyl yep, uh, before yep, yep. the reactor blew up. They said uh, some sort of entity was seen before the terrorist attacks on 9-11. Um, makes you wonder if they're like carbon like warning of what's going to happen or like bringing what's going to happen yeah and there's really not many ways of finding that out no it's weird it is weird i uh used to read a lot of dean coon's books right and there's a series called odd thomas which the books were the first couple books were awesome but uh this guy just a normal everyday like line cook could see uh entities and in the dead and stuff and whenever something tragic was going to happen all of these weird shadow-esque beings would just flock 
And the more there were, the worse he knew it was going to be. Like, say there was going to be like a auto, an automobile accident where a couple of people died. There'd be like 10 or 15 of them hanging around, right? And uh, it, it turned into a, like a uh, mall pew-pewing. And just the way he described hundreds of these things going toward the mall that day, he knew that some, some bad shit was going to go down, but there's nothing he could do. Just kind of reminded me of that, him seeing the thing in the dumpster before. That all happened at the uh, party venue. Yeah, the the movie was even pretty good. Yeah, me and Sarah watched the movie, but it's yeah, been I watched it not too long ago. Movie. Yeah, oh. I, that first Odd Thomas book. I used to read a lot of Dean Koontz, but then he kind of started writing the same book over and over again. But hey, if they keep selling, why change it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <clears throat> Did I ever read The Watchers? Oh, man. Probably. There for a while, I was reading a ton of his stuff. Oh, right on, Burton. Have a good night, brother. They were about to end up in the same place. Yeah, we're probably going to roll out. I'm, I'm getting tired myself. Overtly tired because of the time change. I started out hot and then I just started going downhill. I'm just like, dang. I'm tired when I wake me. up. Yeah, I feel that. I've been tired for centuries. I wake up and I'm like, I just want to go back to bed. I don't like having a job. He <laughs> gets in the way of way cooler shit. Yeah. I'm just right now, I just want to play COD and look up weird things. I think about that a lot when I'm at work doing just absolute menial tasks that don't matter. Well, I'm like I could be writing episodes. Yeah. I could be manipulating AI to do my bidding, but instead, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but Hollow Cult, we will wrap it up. Well, we a pretty good time. It's an hour and a half. Um, thank you all for hanging out with us. Remember. Hollow cult, not to be duplicated, but often imitated. Only one hollow cult. I'll just leave it at that. But until.